Kelly. And I'm Angie. We're two women on a mission to shed light on life in a small town. From motherhood to friendships. From obstacles to opportunities. We'll wrap it up and serve it to you with a side of sarcasm and laughter. This is Lifestyle Burrito. Hello. Hello. Back to school. Back to school. I know we've already kind of talked about back to school a little bit, but that was more what might it look like situation. And this time we're going to, we're going to try and talk to you about all of our tips and tricks for, for back to school, for back to school and surviving back to school. Yeah. I think we kind of know out here, rural America, as far as, well, like really close to home, Lac Parle Valley sounds like we're going to be going back in person, at least to start with. Um, and I know, I don't know where you're listening from, but probably looks different for a lot of people. But um, at least right here, sounds like we're going to be going back mm-hmm. to school. To school. To school. So um, get to Target, people. Right, with your mask. With your mask. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, that, like, going back to school has a lot of feelings, right? I think so. Yeah. And I remember, like, as a child... Getting those feelings. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those butterflies in your stomach. For sure. Or like, I think once I hit junior high, it was like I tried to fake sick the first couple times Aww, of school. Yeah. You, know, you just get that nervousness. Yep. Oh, yeah. A little bit. So now. Butterflies for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just never know like what it's going to look like. There's um, Kelly's phone going I'm off so again because she didn't silence it. <laughs> Every time. Did you go like back to school like clothes shopping? This was a huge deal. Right? Yes. Right. So, I mean, we would go, like, when I was younger, we went with another family, and oh. we would go, oh, yeah, it was, like, a big deal. Okay. Like, th- so there was six kids, and then the two mom, and the- my mom, and another mom, and we okay. would pack in their big conversion van oh. and go to, like, St. Cloud. It was a big deal, Yes, right? School yes. shopping was We huge. went to St. Cloud, too, from Hutch. Well, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah? Yours isn't quite as long of a journey no, as mine no. was. No, But, <laughs> yes, so back to school shopping was huge. Yes. And now you can just order everything online. I know. But I am going to take my kids. Are we, you going we to? We are going to go this weekend just because um, they're at weird lengths. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I know they can't try anything on right now. No, Because I know, you know there's s- that other thing. But Yes. But yeah. And I, and I think for like girls too. So my two girls. Yeah. I think there's something fun about being able to go into a store and pick up yeah. their clothes. And- well, that and like, I mean, I could never just pick out Bryn's clothes right now. I mean, she will, she's picky. It's like, she has to pick it out. See, the girls are, the girls are okay right now. As long as I buy something with rainbows, unicorns, sparkles, oh, you, know. you know, sure. like something yeah. along those lines, they're okay yeah. with it. But I just think, you know, like picking out your first day of school outfit totally. and all of those things are so fun. Totally. Um, yeah, Bryn has full on crossed the threshold now. Um, like she wants justice. Okay. Yes, and uh, like Target is okay, but uh, j- like Jojo Siwa. Yep. Or yep. yeah, it needs. And I was actually talking to a friend at work yesterday about how you know we're we're gonna venture to a bigger town. Yeah. That's what you have to 
do around here, right? <laughs> yes. But solely because lately all my kids have been getting her clothes from Target because I haven't wanted to go anywhere else. No, so it's right. like they own literally like everything from Target. So I'm like, we need <laughs> other clothing. And, and it's like, you can see everybody around our small area. All the kids are pretty much wearing the same things because it's like, oh yeah, no. That's Only place we've been is Target. <laughs> yep. Um, so we went to, I had her at a doctor's appointment in a suburb a week ago, and then we went to, I told her, like, uh, it was not a bribe. Get, let's get this straight. It was a reward. Okay. Because that sounds better, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I bribe my kids, so whatever, it's fine. It was totally a bribe. But, um, you know, if we got through it with some sort of dignity, then I would take her to a real mall. <laughs> so I and took her love it? to the Eden Prairie Center. Yeah. Um, it, she did love it. And thank God she's never really actually been to like a real mall. Really? Right. Because it was a ghost town. We went to Eden Prairie Center and it was, they have a new Shields there, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, there was like a justice that was closing. Oh. So it, everything was like 50% off. No, like 70% off. And like, uh, it was trashy. And then, like, Old Navy was open, but we didn't even go in there. And a couple other stores were open, but it was, like, things were had weird hours, so they were already closed, and nobody was there. The food court had, like, Subway was open and Dairy Queen, and, I mean, it was... So it, I need to check my location it was, before we choose Yeah, where it was very okay. eerie. It was very weird. But she was... On cloud nine. So, and really, honestly, at this point in our family, we could do all of our school shopping at Shields. Like, she was totally Even happy. for her, too? Yeah, she got a... Oh, because the thing, she got, like, a Patagonia sweatshirt. Ooh. Yeah. Fancy. Which, for her See, age, is, like, it was still just, like, $34. So, it wasn't crazy. Um, right. So, anyways, uh, I don't think I that digress. my girls even know Well, she has older cousins. Okay. Yeah, so Carter. I mean, Carter does because he he knows that he likes his Under Armour or his Nike. Yeah, or I usually get him like the Old Navy athletic stuff. But yeah. he he knows that a little bit more. I don't think that the girls know would know those things. Mm-mm. Well, she has older cousins, so she okay. She well, knows thankfully those. mine are the oldest ones. Yeah, on yeah, both sides, sure. so we can yes. just like they're okay with their Target brand. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> literally or Old Navy. Right. So nice. Um, but yeah, pet, that sweatshirt even wasn't even that crazy. I would have never bought it for her if it was like $8. more than that. Yeah. It's super cute though. <laughs> kind of want one for myself. Right. See, that's <laughs> the fun thing too. And I think, I wonder if it's the same while well, you grew up in Hutch, but you said you went to St. Cloud, but yeah. I wonder if it's the same for people that grow up in like, let's say if you grow up in Fargo or if you grow up in St. Cloud or something, like, is that back to school shopping the same fun experience? Like when I came home, it was like bags of clothing, right? Because they would last Christmas, you know, like you would, you would have to have them until Christmas essentially. And then it would, might be that you need to go get new ones. But I wonder if it's like, like when it's like at your fingertips, if it's as As fun, right? I don't know. I'll ask my nephews. They live in Fargo. That was a tangent. It was a tangent, but I just not think it's nostalgic. Like just remind, <laughs> like I just love. And now I haven't taken my kids school shopping ever before. Usually, my younger sister and I go to Albertville like twice a year. Oh sure. And stock up on clothes for our kids. Yeah. So they've never actually got the experience of going school shopping. Sure. Yet. So I'm hoping that it will be fun. Yeah. But I do miss that Albertville. 
Like, that was a good time for yes. me and my sister, too. And side note, the lady at Justice said that Albertville Justice and the Mall of America Justice are staying open. Okay. The rest of them are closing. The rest of them? The rest of the justices are closing. Like, forever? I guess. I don't know. Oh. Okay. So stock up, I guess, on your justice. I guess. Or online. I don't know. If that's your jam. Okay, so let's move on. Clothes shopping was clothes shopping was not our intention. <laughs> no, but if you have a good like if you if you feel the same way as we do about how exciting of an experience it was. So fun. This is why I need stores to forever remain I open know. because how much fun it's more fun when you can pick out clothes. So much more fun. So much more fun. And kind of fun when you can try them on, but that's not happening this year. No. And other things aren't happening this year either. Like going back to school is gonna look a little different. It is. It's going to be it's going to be a little different. So <laughs> kids are different, right? Like and going back to school has different feelings for different kids and we were kind of talking before we started here about how each of sending each of our kids to school like the first time, like right. kindergarten, right, was different. So we had our first kids go to kindergarten and I have a picture of me Sending Jackson to kindergarten, and I was a mess. He was fine. Right. He was like a man going into his room of, like, he was just fine. And I walked into the, I was strong and steady. Right. Because, like, you got to do it. But I got into my car, and I was like a bawling mess. (laughs) See, and I don't think I was that bad with Carter. With Millie, I was. Because I think it was the last. last. Sure. The last one. A little bit Going harder. Through. Yes. But and Carter I was, was the same. Yes. Just could care less. Right. Thought it was great. Nothing, yeah. Nothing phased him. So Everything happy. was wonderful. And then um, Grady, I was fine. And then, yes, a little bit harder with Bryn. But Bryn was harder. I had Bryn was my only one that I was home with the whole time. I worked for, like, just a few months of Grady. And then okay. was home with him. But then I was, Bryn, I was home with the whole time. And then taught her in preschool. Sure. So yeah. she was literally never away from me. Right. Literally. Like, probably even slept with me. Right. All those years. So <laughs> we had spent a lot of time together. So that was a tough one. But she did okay, surprisingly. I was very, I was very anxious about that. And she did okay. And like shout out to the kindergarten teachers mm-hmm. and the preschool teachers in our town mm-hmm. so far have been just fab. Well, and I think that's the good thing too about small town schools is that you you know all the teachers main a lot of them on like a personal level outside sure. of school, so you know you feel comfortable with them, you know their families, so you know, you know that they're going to be good for your kids. Yeah. But as a uh, on a professional note about the kindergarten drop-off, one, I know it's going to be harder this year. Yes. Because it's going to be scary for them walking into school because it's going to look... I don't think it's going to look a lot different, but it's going to look a little different. You know, There's everybody's going to be, gonna be some... wearing masks. Yeah. They're going to be wearing face shields. And hopefully, um, you know, people are getting their kids out enough now that they're they're seeing that and they're used to the mask thing. But it is going to be a little different. But I think the best thing to do... Is you just gotta drop them off and go, which is so hard to do, yep. you know. And like Jason and I were not very good about that. Like especially, we really struggled with Evie, 
And I know Jason had to walk her in for a really long time, but it's like eventually you have to trust that those teachers are just gonna you do take care of them, and and they do, and they and the absolutely kids are generally better right if you just drop them at the door, which is how it's gonna be this year. You right. can't bring them into the building right. anymore. You just have to drop them off, and I think it might be good for them. It might be an interesting, yeah. It might it might. It might force some parents that normally linger a little bit or, mm-hmm. yeah, to just do the drop and go. And it might surprise you how much better that right. goes than the... Well, because I think if you linger and show that hesitation, I think that just feeds into their hesitation and mm-hmm. their anxiety. Like, right. instead more, of just a, Instead of just, hey, you're going to have a great day. Yep. Peace out. Positive, hug and a kiss, and a, like you said... Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, so just a little side note here. This is not by any means like an expert professional advice show, but no. like Angie and I do both have backgrounds in education. I don't know. I think we threw that in there maybe in our first yeah. episode or yeah. something, but um, Angie has a – do you just want to say what you're – well, right now I'm a special ed teacher. Yes. But yes, yeah, I have my special ed degree. Right. And yeah, more, a lot more, but we don't need to get into that. That's fine. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Okay. It's fine. Okay. I have a, a background in education. Okay. And I also do. I have a degree in early childhood education. So um, we are by no means experts, but we are both professionals in education and have worked in the field for years and we're also mamas so um we may in our episodes throw in some professional advice right tips tips but by no means expert anything because we're not experts we're just we're just people blabbing yes random information and on that note i think we need to take a quick break because we've been blabbing for a really long time so we'll be right back absolutely all right we are back from our break okay kelly just wrote something down and it's really funny we'll talk about it in a in a second here just so you know we don't like have a script so what you hear is just the randomness that comes out of our mouths we don't really even know where we're going half the time no it's just so you know (laughs) <laughs> Sometimes it is. I don't know where we're going to end up. Um, well, well, where we are going to end up right now is with some, uh, just a little bit of advice for you. Coming from moms, coming from educators, um, we just, we did jot down we did. a yes. few things that we wanted to tell you about. Um, when you're getting your kiddos ready for school, there's just a few things that we think just after sending three kids mm-hmm. each to school and just being educators ourselves that we think are really important. The first thing that we thought was preparing them, obviously. Yes. And there's a couple like sub categories there, um, mentally and emotionally, obviously preparing them for school. Mm-hmm. Um, Side note on that. I yeah. think, um, Everything's going back to this year, which is hard. We're in such a weird phase. So if you're listening to this podcast two years from now, sorry. <laughs> and the COVID is over. The, we're in the middle Hopefully. of a pandemic. <laughs> um, there are a lot of great resources on the internet for parents, like stories that you can read to your kids about yes. going back to school this yes. year. And I think for younger kids, 
all younger kids, it would be beneficial to do that just so that they can just wrap their head around it a little bit and maybe understand, yep, things are going to be a little different. This is what's going on at my school. Books are right. always... Right. And, and it's essentially their social stories, which yeah. help kids process and understand what's going to happen. Right. Social stories are used a lot in schools for kids that have difficulty with changes. And I think this would be good for all kids right now just to understand and see visually mm-hmm. there are going to be changes. Right. And especially if you aren't someone who's an educator or a health professional or... Right. you know, psychiatric professional and you just don't have all the words, then um, a book is the perfect place to start because they, it has the words for you. So, um, And you know what maybe we'll do? I have a couple of them saved, so I will put links to them on our Facebook oh. and Instagram page Great in idea. case you don't want to have to search for something. Yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely do that. And I have a few too, so yeah. Okay. We'll link a few of those books and you can start there and then that'll give you some ideas for different um, stories to read to your kids to help them prepare in a pandemic for the beginning of school. Right. Um, So, yeah, getting them emotionally and mentally ready for the beginning of school year. And when I say mentally, I'm talking also about, like, maybe starting a bedtime and a wake-up time because you guys sleeping is like life (laughs) if your kids can get a good night of sleep that will change their life at school right so um getting them used to and I know it's hard I mean we know it's hard because we our kids are also going to bed at like unreasonable hours right now well and it's in the summer it yeah it's so hard. Well, because it's still light out. It's still light out. And we're doing fun things. And we're taking well, when advantage. you're at the pool, yeah, yeah, until 9 o'clock at night, it's definitely 10 o'clock before you go to bed. But yes, and I have already started to prep my kids for that because I am going back to work a couple days this week and then a little bit more next week and then full-blown right. pretty much after that. So I've already been prepping them that we need to start going to bed earlier because you need to be up by, you know, 6.45, 7 o'clock, out the door, not sleeping till 9 o'clock. So even just prepping them that, hey, pretty soon we're going to be starting this. Right. Start talking about it. Start doing it a couple nights a week. Start doing it a couple more nights a week. Kind of ease into it so it's not like a shock. Dear Lord, please don't put them to bed at 7 o'clock the night before school and wake them up at 6 o'clock. Right. It will be, it's too much for anybody. So that is one of the most important things you can do. And um, emotionally, especially this year, talk about some of those things. People are going to have masks on. I'm not going to be able to go in with you. Right. This is how drop-off's going to look. This is what your teachers are going to look like. You're going to... Um, maybe you already know some things about like what specialists are going to be like, what the lunch room's going to be like, and then you can kind of discuss some of those things because it's going to look different. And in a year when it doesn't look di- different, still talk about some of those things and just a reminder. Yeah, yeah, good reminder. Not too. It's a fine line. You know your kids, so you know what's too much and what's. I mean, because sometimes talking about it too much creates anxiety. But, right. Um, some kids need that. They some, need to know what to yeah. expect. 
some kids definitely need to know what to expect. Evie is that child. And even she needs if you to know that. Yes. A hundred percent what is happening at all yes. times. And my Jackson needs to know enough, but too much gets him thinking too much mm-hmm. and then it's too much. Right. So just enough, just enough ahead of time is just enough for right. him. So you know your kids and you know, but um don't just throw them in the pool the day before. Right. That's not right. enough. Right. So those if, would be... No, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think, too, another way to kind of help them prepare is to have them help get their stuff ready. Yes. Like, get their backpacks ready, get their supplies put in there, just because that's kind of an exciting thing to do. So then, you know, like, they're helping prep everything, I think, would be... My kids love doing that. Yes. So I, I mean, said, yeah. I have materials written. Yep. yep. Get your get your backpacks ready. Get get your school shopping ready so they have something exciting to wear the first day. Right. Um, have your have your things ready so you're not scrambling the night before. That creates chaos, that creates right. anxiety. Honestly, so, we have backpacks packed and ready to go like two weeks before so school organized. starts. Well, yes. I think that I just want to get it done. And yep. because I don't want to think about it either, right. I want to know that it's done. It feels good to have things prepared and, yeah. yeah. So you're not scrambling because the, that creates chaos and makes you feel anxious. So be ready physically, too. Have right. your Have your things ready. Maybe lay out the night or two nights before what you're going to wear and have your, like Angie said, have your backpack ready. Think, start thinking about like what you're going to, if you're going to do a breakfast, you know, what you're going to have out for breakfast or go to the store and buy your granola bars that you're going to throw in the car for that week or whatever, so that you're not rushing right right before right all those things kind of bubble up and make it's so like, as we talk about this, I'm like going back to school is so much more work for the parents than it is for the kids. Like, <laughs> is, thinking right? about all those things, like, they just have to get dressed and go. But then they have, like, the anxiety part of it. But it's, like, all these things, like, you got to prepare them. You got to go buy these things. You got to do all these things. It's stressful for it parents. It is. It's so much to think about. The more we do, though, the less. The more you do ahead, the less anxiety and the yes. less work it is at the time. Yes, It will make true. it easier for you and more smooth of a transition right hopefully so prepare yes in all those ways would be our first thing second thing would be have a positive attitude yes (laughs) and I think that's important every year always you know to obviously have a positive attitude and be optimistic about your kids going to school but this year I think that there there probably are families that don't agree with how school's going to be functioning or the fact that they have to wear masks. And I understand that, but it is what it is. And it's going to create more issues for your child. If you present it negatively to them, yep. instead of just saying, you know what, this is just how we go to school this year Yep. and it will be okay. Yep. We're going to have fun. We're going to see our friends play on the playground. Hopefully, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. There will be recess. Yes. Well, for sure I know in Dawson. Yeah. yeah. So there are times when they aren't going to have to be wearing their masks too. Right. And I think that you can, you know, tell them those things. Like, you don't need it when you're eating your lunch. When you're um, doing Fayette, you don't have to. I know in Dawson, and I know my sister was talking about up in her small town school too, they're talking about doing music outside so that they can actually there sing. You so you won't have to wear your mask that. Like, 
emphasize the positives, emphasize the good things. Yeah. We touched on it before, um, drop off. So that's a great time. Like talk about how drop off's going to go. And then when you do drop off, it's a great time to be like, you're going to have a great day. Remember, you have art today. You love right. art. I love you. I'll see you after school. We're having tater tot hot dish. Love you. Oh, you because you're gonna have meals planned too. Oh yeah, totally. Okay. <laughs> hey, I mean, I sh- I'm gonna you're probably a have total to, meal planner. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that. Yeah, I feel like the first month of school though, I'm very scrambly. Yeah, for meals. Yeah, the kids don't know that though. No, no, no. But then you have to commit to it if you say you're making tater tot hot. Oh dish. yeah, you totally then you have, have to tater tot hot dish. Although that would not be my kids pick but I know that's like your, your yes kids my jam. kids love that yeah um but yes leave them with a super you know and that's a great way to like cut the cord like you're at the door like give them a good positive you're gonna have a great day you have whatever today right. and right I love you so much see you after school or maybe you have something exciting tonight you know we have youth group tonight Right. Or something, you know, something to look forward to or just a good positive. My dad always said, love you, make it a great day. Oh, that's yeah. sweet. Just a, yeah. So drop off is a great time to throw a really good positive something in there. But a positive a attitude, mantra. yeah, before when you're prepping and then a really kind of positive drop off something. Right. You know, or a, I, when my kids are getting out of my car, I always say, be kind, have a good day. And then, like, when they're really, like, getting farther away from the car, I yell really loud, I love you. Oh. Yeah, so, like, all their friends can hear. That's and... super nice. I'm sure Jackson <laughs> just loves that now. Oh, I just like to embarrass them that's a okay. lot. But hopefully it'll make them laugh or it's going to set them off for the day. Either way. Yeah, that's true. I might be triggering. Well, I don't know. We'll see. It'll be fine. <laughs> So positive attitude, super important. And then lastly, and I'll let um, Angie kind of touch on this, but we talked about being a polite and respectful advocate for your child. Yes. Um, I think in all years, you know, if you have a child that's on medication or, um, you know, if they have asthma or any of those things, if you have a child with special needs, obviously, hopefully you'll be in communication with your special education teacher prior to the school year but sometimes we get busy and are in the midst of the school year so if things get if things changed over the summer with your child's medication or something you really it's really important to let the teachers and the school nurse if you have a school nurse let them know those things prior to the first day of school because that first day of school is super overwhelming and this year especially you can't come in right to the building so if you, you know, if you have medications or if you need a, a, a diet plan or whatever it is, make sure that you're advocating for your child and getting those things taken care of mm-hmm. well before school starts so right. that it's just all, all ready yep. to go for them. Because I know as a teacher and a special ed teacher, like I, if I have students that need medication during the day, I want to know that that medication is there the first day of school. We have a plan in place. Um, kids with epilepsy, we typically try and have meetings with the families prior to the school year so we can write up a new seizure plan, make sure we know what their up-to-date medications are and those mm-hmm. kinds of things. So, And I know parents that have kids with these kinds of needs are usually pretty good about doing this, but just another reminder, because even if you do have um, a child with asthma, like sometimes you might just forget that... Right. 
you know, oh, I got to send that inhaler with. And if I send that inhaler with, I, there has to be a doctor's note that goes with it and all of these different things that go into that. So just thinking about some of those things. Right. And medication-wise, we all know even as adults, if, you can, if you're switching medications or something's happening there, it can create all kinds of um, attitude changes, behavior right. changes, um, even physical changes, the way you feel, things like that. So it's good. Right. It's so good for teachers to know that, special ed teachers, regular ed teachers. Yep. Um, because we appreciate knowing those things then we know how to react to those things appropriately. Right. And um, coming from a regular ed teacher, especially of littles, and I always send home, like, at orientation, a little sheet. Like, what's how does your child learn best? What, right. What's the best way they, you know, uh, just a little, you know, kind of sh- cheat sheet like that so I can kind of get a – get a little rundown in my head of their personality and uh, we we appreciate knowing those things to an extent as a teacher we I promise you will get to know and love your kiddos in a flash (laughs) so we don't need to know the nitty-gritties but if there's something that you feel is really important for us to know we appreciate knowing those things and it doesn't need to be an hour long phone conversation, but just a quick text message or an email or something. If you feel like it's something we should know, um, be an advocate for your kids because that's, that's important. And as teachers, we appreciate that too. Yeah, exactly. Everybody wants to be prepared. Okay. So now for the funny thing I wrote down. Okay. Yes. Um, you should also probably give your teachers chocolate. Always. That's 100% what we wrote down. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe even your kids. I, I mean, a little bit, a little Dove chocolate goes a long ways. It really does. In all areas of life. Yeah. So that is what we will leave you with today. Yes. Oh, wait. I can't leave you with that because Angie also has just one quick last thing she I really do. I have one. Today. I have one. Uh, little ta- well it's not a tangent it kind of goes along with all of this but it goes back to like the school shopping thing I'm super curious how all people do this because I'm the person that goes through last year's school supplies and if there's still a box with 24 crayons that are not stubs of crayons those are the crayons that you're going to school you're with getting if you have a glue crayons. stick that still has glue in it but it's not brand new it's going to go to school with you for sure and, like, pencils and all those things, too, because I don't know how we acquire so many pencils, but we do. So I'm curious yes. what other people do yes. with that. I'm kind of a mixture. Like, some years I do that. This year, we kind of had, like, depleted things. And I had made, like, out of all of those things, a little, like, homeschool oh, cabinet like t- okay. type of thing last spring yep. that I kept Okay, that With makes the sense. possibility that we may homeschool at some point again. Yes, that so is I true. So I didn't want to mess with that. So I did go to Target this year and just do the list. You did the list. And really, I, I know did brand new do everything. not cost that much money. I mean, we're but... talking like 25 cents. So, but believe you me, and I told you this before, I have literally gone to the bin of crayons in the past and put a Ziploc of 
crayons in my kids' travel box before. Right? Because why? Why? I mean, just right. and I know when them. I was little, I got new stuff every year. Yeah, but. I think at the same time, it probably teaches your kids a really great life lesson to understand that we should be using things yeah, and reusing things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we don't just, we can't just throw away a box of crayons because I used them last year. No, they're perfectly and new and good. This year. Yeah. Grady would never be okay with that. Grady needs a new box of 64 crayons. I have to email every teacher he gets every year because the list says 24. So every year I ask if it's okay if he gets this box of 64. See, advocating for your child. Advocating for my because child. Because he needs... He is very creative, and he he likes... He needs the, like, array The of, whole spectrum of colors. Yeah. It makes him so happy. wonderful. Whatever. <laughs> Who cares? The little things, right? Right. So, yeah, if I want to know what other people think... What other people's take is on the okay. school supply situation, just because okay. sometimes my kids get a little ornery with me because I'm ripping out pages from their notebook last year but I'm like you're in kindergarten you use two pages of your notebook I'm not buying you a new notebook you get the same freaking unicorn notebook and it will be great and when you run out then we will go buy you another one (laughs) or when you start letting me buy the 29 cent unicorn note or plain notebook instead of the one dollar and 29 unicorn notebook right which will never happen, probably. But. Well, and then, okay, so I was talking to a friend at work yesterday, the same friend that we were talking about school clothing shopping, but she said that one year she splurged and got her daughter, like, the fancy pencils, like, yeah. the ones that had the designs and stuff oh, on them. Oh, sure, yeah. And then she's like, do you know what happens? You you know, you have to get 24 sharpened pencils or whatever. She's yeah. like, that year, they I spent this money on these fancy pencils for her, and they literally just went into a community bucket of no, pencils. No, she didn't even all the other girls were well, like, "Well, right, Woo! because once you run, once you're done with your pencil and you need to sharpen pencil, you just yeah. go grab one out of there." So <laughs> the like, other oh, girls crap. are so excited. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, so we're gonna drop some links. We for are, yeah, for some books about um, getting back to school in a pandemic and what that's gonna look like. Help your kiddos um, prepare, and then. We're going to have you leave some thoughts about your school supply shopping. Yeah, I'm just curious. <laughs> I just I just like to know what other people are doing. And you're going to take our tip and bring all your teachers chocolate this yes. year. When think, you're buying your school supplies, you're also going to buy them you adult just have to chocolate. Walk. Yeah, I was going to say, you can buy like those little dollar bags. Whatever. It will go a long way. Yes. Keep your teachers happy. Yeah. <laughs> happy teachers means happy kids. Yes. Right? Yep. Happy back to school. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. For more information on this episode and future discussions, check us out on Facebook at Lifestyle Burrito or Instagram at Lifestyle.Burrito.